feel much better now that I know I'm not at a school of the walking dead. <laughs> so I was so nervous when I parked and I saw so many people limping and their face wrapped up. I was like, oh my. Then I started seeing more people and I was like, doesn't the season premiere of Walking Dead in a couple weeks? This is not the Walking Dead, which is a pretty cool show, by the way. But what's really cool are those Huskers. How about those Huskers, y'all? They are doing amazing so far. And, you know, uh, their program, they do amazing things for the athletes to, to really perform their best. I still remember when I played. Uh, my playing years were 1998 to 2002. I wore number 98. Uh, I was a defensive end, and all of my teammates called me Demo. That was my nickname. So this morning, I want all of you to refer to me as Demo. So on the count of three, I want everyone to say, what's up, Demo? One, two, three. And I'm originally from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Came to Lincoln, had a great opportunity to play for one of the best teams in the country. I know some of you are thinking, is he from Des Moines? Because his name is Des Moines, but it's not like the city. But it's spelled like the city, but without the S's, okay? Last name Adams. But I still remember when I came to Nebraska, I had that incredible opportunity to be a Husker. Uh, We were introduced to this thing called the training table. And at the training table, there were a couple things. One, the training table consisted of a cafeteria, believe it or not, because all of the foods that we ate trained our bodies to perform our best. So we didn't eat a lot of pizza and Doritos and Oreos and Cheetos and all of the things that we like as kids. Uh, They served us a lot of chicken without the fried stuff. Broccoli, carrots, uh, sweet potatoes, a lot of things that I really weren't excited about, but those foods trained my body to be the best football player that I could be. And so a lot of players, football players, volleyball players, softball players, they spent time feeding their body at the training table. But speaking of time, we spent a lot of time at the training table because that gave us our identity. We were athletes. We were football players. And so football players hung out with the football players and other athletes. And so we would go to class, but then once we were done with class, we would spend all of our time at the training table because that is what gave us our identity. But then also the people that were around our training table, you know, guys that were cool, guys that were popular. Some of the guys did their homework. Some didn't do their homework. Because, again, as athletes, we tended to think that we were above others. We could um, have all of this talent, and that talent would get us very far without doing the X's, the Y's, and the Z's. And so a lot of things we learned at the training table. But the one thing that I learned at the end of my first semester was that the training table wasn't enough because I had a 1.69 GPA at the end of my first semester. And here I was thinking that the training table was making me to become this really good football player. It was training me to have these values so that I can be cool, I can be popular, I can be somebody. But it wasn't making me somebody. I thought I was winning. I thought I was uh, this person that was going to be successful, but I was ineligible to play football because um, I was building the wrong values. And so 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 8, simply says, 
physical training is of some value, but spiritual training is the value of all things for the present life and the life to come. Now, at the time, I was spending all of my time training myself physically with the foods that I put in my body, with how much time I spent at this training table, and the people that were around the training table. I thought that these things were giving me value. They were making me somebody. They were, they were going to get me very far. But I learned that I was building the wrong values because there were other values that uh, I wasn't building. And I didn't discover that until my second semester when I was introduced to a new training table. A training table that not only trained me physically, but it trained me spiritually. I was introduced to this group called the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, where these individuals, they got together once a week, and they fed themselves with something else, the Word of God. They spent more time with someone else, building a relationship with Jesus Christ. And then the people that were in their circle, they weren't the cool Guys, they weren't the popular folks. They were leaders. They were individuals that were building a different type of muscle, character. And then they were also standing for a different set of values that I wasn't really paying attention to with my other training table. And those values were love and joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. All of the fruits of the Spirit that the word gives us in the book of Galatians. So when I was introduced to this new training table, this new training table trained the spiritual side of me because the other training table, it trained the physical side. Everything was going good on the physical realm, but it only gave me some value because you see your talent, your physical self, it can only get you so far, but it doesn't build your leadership It doesn't build your character. It doesn't teach you how to be respectful, how to be responsible, doing the right things. Because we live in a world that takes pride in being followers instead of leaders. And I didn't realize that I was being a follower with my other training table. But this new training table began to train the spiritual side. It was my spiritual training table. And there were three things that I began to do with my new training table. For one, the way that I was feeding myself, the things that I was putting in my body, and that was the word of God, because my physical training table helped me to be the best football player that I could be, but it wasn't helping me to be the best person that I could be. This new spiritual training table gave me things that helped me to be the best person I can be by making the right choices, by being responsible, by going to school, by listening. Because I was receiving information from the wrong places at the training table, things that are on TV, through music, the magazines. And for a lot of you, most of you receive your information through these devices, smartphones, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube. And so the question that I want to pose to you today and the challenge that I want to give you moving forward is, how does your spiritual training table look? We all have a training table, but what's on our training table? 
what are the things on our table that helps us to be better students, to be better people, to be better leaders? Because the things that were at my training table were only helping me to be the best football player, but I needed something more. Because remember, physical training is of some value. And it didn't give me enough value to be eligible to play football, to have a good GPA. But once I started training myself spiritually with God's word, that's when things change. I started doing things to help me, not hurt me. Things that make me better, not make me worse. Because some of the information, students, that you are receiving at some of your training tables are things that don't make you better. Drugs don't make you better. Underage drinking doesn't help you. Listening to every gossip that you see and hear and read about on social media doesn't make you a leader. It makes you a follower. But I learned that with this spiritual training table that I needed to build values for the present life and the life to come. So at the time, we didn't have Facebook and Twitter and Instagram like you guys. We had uh, what this, uh, this thing called MySpace. Yeah, you guys are laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we had MySpace. But this spiritual training table trained me not to focus so much on trying to fit in and be a follower, but to start training myself to stand out, to be a leader. And that's when I started feeding myself the word of God receiving information to help me, receiving information that would make me a better person, a better leader. I want to challenge all of you to put that on your training table. When you come to school, you have a perfect setup where you have teachers, you have staff. They are feeding you the word to help you to be the best student, person, man, woman, leader that you can be. So that you can build the muscle that really matters, and that's character, leadership, love, respect, responsibility, all of the things that God has in store for us in order to be successful and winners in life. The second thing that my spiritual training table helped me with was the time that I was spending, because I was spending most of my time at this training table to help me with my identity. My identity was to be a football player, but my spiritual training table challenged me to be more than just a football player because to be a football player, that was a gift that God had given me. And here I was walking around as if, you know, here I am, the man, I'm a Husker, I'm a defensive end. And I was receiving all of the praise and glory. And I had no idea that you don't accept the gift without acknowledging the gifter. God was the one that blessed me with those gifts. And I wasn't spending enough time thanking him, praying, acknowledging him. So my spiritual training table challenged me to spend more time praying, spend more time building a relationship with Jesus Christ and not just a religion. Because there's a big difference, students, Growing up, I went to church. I fell asleep on my grandma's shoulder most of the time, but I thought I was a Christian because I went to church. I carried my Bible. I didn't know anything in it, but I thought I was a Christian because I knew God. 
I would say the prayer, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. But having religion and having a relationship with Jesus Christ are two totally different things. And my spiritual training table trained me to develop a relationship with Jesus Christ by simply expressing my heart, opening up my heart to him, letting him know my thoughts, my worries, my anxieties, letting him to be my helper, as the Bible says. He became my Lord and Savior. And by me spending that time with Jesus Christ, building that relationship, it allowed me to stop putting the glory and the praise on Des Moines Adams, but to acknowledge the one and only who gave me those gifts, those talents. Because we all have gifts in here. If you are able to stand and walk, that is a gift. You need to spend more time praying and thanking God for the gifts that we all have. Because I don't know when the last time you visited a hospital or a nursing home or the last time you have read the news when someone maybe got into an accident or got paralyzed. Maybe there are folks in here now that are, that are in a wheelchair and they will do anything to have the opportunity to walk again. So your training table needs to train you to spend more time praying to God, thanking God, and being reminded that this life is not about you, but this life has been given to you so that you can use your pedestal and shine it on him. And that's when I began to live for Jesus, not for myself, My identity was no longer by being a husker or what everyone thought of me at the training table, but I began to put my identity in the Lord. And it helped because when I went to Nebraska, I played defensive end at this size, 6'2", 230 pounds. For some of you think, man, you're pretty huge, but actually defensive ends are typically 6'5", 6'6", 250, 260, 270 but I was an undersized defensive end. A lot of people told me that I would never be a starter. People told me that I can't do this, I can't do that. ESPN, the radio, they all questioned and doubted my ability. Why did they give this kid from Pineville, Arkansas, a football scholarship? And there were many moments when I questioned and doubted. You know, maybe they're right. I'm not as big, I'm not as strong, I'm not as tall. Maybe they made a mistake. I'm definitely not as smart because I got a 1.69. But you know, my spiritual training table, because it fed me the word. The word says in Philippians 4.13 that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, without that word, without this spiritual training table, I didn't think that I could do all things. I thought that I could do some things, but not all things. But this training table that I had now that was training the spiritual side, it gave me the confidence and the courage to put my identity in Christ. And when I did that, despite what other people were saying, despite what other people believed at the physical training table, my spiritual training table told me that, Des Moines, through Christ, you can do all things. And that's how I live my life. I live my life going through life knowing that I can do all things through Christ because through Christ, that's who I am. And even though others said that I would never be a starter at Nebraska, 
that I wouldn't survive getting my education at the University of Nebraska, coming from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Neither of my parents graduated, barely graduated with a 2.5, had to take the ACT seven times just to get a 21. Well, guess what? When you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, not only did I start for Nebraska, but I started for three years, led the team in sacks. Even though I got a 1.69, that next semester, it became a 3.89. And I became an academic All-American. I didn't just graduate from college, but I graduated in three years with five minors, the first to graduate in my family. But in addition to all of those accolades, I became a leader. I stopped being a follower, which takes me to my last thing. Who is sitting around your training table? Because, again, we all have a training table. We all have a pedestal. Everyone, I guarantee, most of you have social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. But what are you putting up on your Facebook? What are you liking on Twitter? What type of pictures are you trying to imitate and become? You know, I just joined this social media club. You know, I, I joined Twitter back in November. Um, I opened up a Facebook page in um, March. I've been on Instagram now since August. I'm feeling pretty cool now. <laughs> but, you know, one of the things that I'm noticing is that not a lot of people think that my stuff is cool. And one of the reasons that I've noticed is that most people like to get entertained. They like gossip. They like reading about stuff. Uh, bad stuff, or should I say, uh, reality things. We, we're all fans of this reality TV, but it's not really reality because most of the things that I put on my social media are positive. But not a lot of people like positive stuff. I put a lot of motivating things. I share my faith on my Facebook and on, on my Twitter. I don't get a lot of likes. I got a few fans, but I don't get as many likes as other people. And that confirms that most people would rather be followers than leaders. Which one are you? Are you just building a reputation with your physical training table? Or do you want to build something bigger, build something more, stand for something more by having a spiritual training table that trains the spiritual side of you so that you can help others get better, so that you can be a leader instead of a follower, so that you can display love and all of the other characteristics that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has given us through his word as a model for us to follow, but not just follow, but to walk. Because to be a Christian is more than just coming to a Christian school. It's more than just memorizing verses, but it's about actually demonstrating what you're learning. So who's sitting around your training table? You have a lot of fans people that like you because you're cool, because you're popular, maybe because you're smart, maybe because you're talented, maybe because you, you dress cool, because you make people laugh. You know, uh, one of the in interesting things I learned about fans, you know, as a former football player, I spent most of my time on the field. After football, I didn't really go to the games, but when I went to the game, I would stand on the sideline uh, with some of the other former players. But two weeks ago, when Nebraska played Oregon, it was my first time sitting in the stands like a regular people, a person. You know, at first I thought it was pretty cool because, you know, I've always just wanted people not to just look at me like, oh, that's a former Husker right there. 
I just wanted to just kind of blend in. So I have my little hat on, have my little polo Husker shirt, and I sort of blended in a little bit. And then the cool thing is when the Huskers do good, when they score that first touchdown, the balloons go up, everyone's high-fiving, and everyone's excited. I was like, man, this is pretty cool, the fans. But then as soon as the Huskers fumble, as soon as we have to punt on fourth down, as soon as the other team scores, the fans weren't high-fiving each other. They weren't excited. They weren't cheering. They were sitting down. They were cold. And they were saying some things that I probably cannot repeat in this room. But it made me think, wow, is this what you guys said about me when I used to play for the Huskers? Because the one thing I learned about fans, and nothing against Nebraska fans, but most fans cheer for people on a conditional basis. When things are going good, when you're on top, when you're winning, when you're somebody. But what happens when you make a mistake? Most fans, they judge you. They're quick to sit down. They're quick to turn their back on you. They're quick to not have your back during those moments when you need someone to have your back. But the one thing that I learned with my spiritual training table is that the one main person you need around your table is Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ is not just your fan. You want to know what he is? He's your cheerleader. Big difference. Because cheerleaders, in those moments when the Huskers were losing, in those moments when the Huskers were down, in those moments when the Huskers were fumbling, even though the fans were sitting down, those cheerleaders were still, go Big Red, go Big Red. They were still cheering for the Huskers. Because cheerleaders cheer for you on an unconditional basis. Whether you're winning, whether you're losing, whether you're on top, whether you're on bottom, whether you're doing your best, or if you're not doing your best, they don't judge you. They have your back. They support you because they want you to know, I believe in you. You can do it. Don't give up. And that is what Jesus Christ is to anyone who accepts him into your heart. To anyone that believes in his word. But most importantly, when you have that relationship with him, when he is around your training table, that's what you get from Jesus Christ. And we all need that person to love us unconditionally. Not based on our looks. Not based on how well we do. Where we come from. How good we perform. How talented we are. Because physical training is of some value. It only gets you so far, students. But when you train yourself spiritually, it gives you the value of all things for the present life and the life to come. And I'm so thankful that I developed that relationship with Jesus Christ with my spiritual training table. Because I have a cheerleader that cheers for me when I'm winning and even when I'm losing, when I'm feeling perfect and when I'm not feeling so perfect. When things are going good in my life and when things aren't going so good in my life, Jesus Christ still loves me because the Bible says that he is the same today, yesterday, and forever. 
He also says that he will never leave you nor forsake you. And there are so many things, students, so many things that you can learn from this incredible school. This school kind of reminds me of um, the, the Xavier Academy. You know, X-Men uh, was one of my favorite movies. And, you know, you had these individuals that had all of these gifts and talents, but to the world they were seemed as outliers. They were different. But they all came to this Xavier Academy where they all learned their gifts and talents. They all learned how to be leaders. They all learned how to make a difference. And just think if you took that concept of those X-Men movies and you allowed the teachers, the staff, the pastors to build you into leaders, to help you to have the courage to stand out instead of fitting in, to build character instead of your reputation, to learn how to love, to learn how to be respectful, to learn how to stand for the values that really matter, not the values that everyone else focuses on. Drugs, underage drinking, being cool, being popular, gossiping, bullying. They may give you some value, but what gives you all value, what gives you the real value, what makes you a real winner is when you have a spiritual training table. So train yourself, students, spiritually by feeding yourself the word of God. Keep learning scripture. Keep listening to your teachers because having a Bible, coming to the school doesn't make you a Christian. It takes time to learn the word. FCA helped me to learn the word piece by piece by piece. And with that time, you develop a relationship with Jesus Christ and you begin to learn that he is your cheerleader because people can sometimes like you and love you on a conditional basis. But how awesome it is to have someone, to know someone that will always be there for you despite your past, despite your mistakes, despite your imperfections. Because you don't have to be, a, you don't have to be perfect to be a Christian. You just have to believe, receive, and then demonstrate his love through the word of God. And so that is my story behind the Husker glory, students. And I had a lot of success as a Husker player. Spent a lot of time in the NFL and the CFL with the Packers, the Titans, the 49ers. And I even got more education despite having a 1.69. I'm working on my third degree despite my parents not getting any education. And keep in mind, I wasn't perfect. I was just like you. But what helped me to be who I am today was my spiritual training table. Make sure the things that are on your table are helping you to be the best person, Christian leader that you can be. Because physical training is of some value. But spiritual training is the value of all things for the present life and the life to come. May God bless you and thank you for your time.